It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, we take you inside all the big sports stories at USF from the perspective of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. And with the magic of Microsoft Teams, yours truly from Miami, although by the time you hear this, I'll probably be in the Virgin Islands. I'm in a lot of tough spots, but uh, we are going wherever we have to go to cover South Florida sports, and we'll talk about all of them. Why am I there? Of course, you probably figured out with women's basketball. We'll get to basketball in just a little bit. But Michael Kelly back in Tampa. We've got a big football game coming up this weekend. we got big doings with volleyball. And it's Thanksgiving week, so there's, again, a lot happening, but uh, it's a special week. Never a lack of activity at the Leroy Selman Athletic Center, that's for sure. So we're excited about uh, all the happenings this week and all the great uh, great news we'll cover today, Derek. Well, you know, as this hits on a Tuesday morning, it's time to tell people to try, if they can, uh, and get to the corral on Wednesday afternoon if it fits your plans because – we got a champ in volleyball, a division champ, the South Florida volleyball team. And, of course, we're going to get to football and basketball in just a little bit. But I wanted to start off with them. They went to Boca Raton last week. As we mentioned on the show, if they had won one of their two matches, they were going to be the champs of the East Division. Uh, they lost on Thursday and then merely swept the FAU Owls. It was a tremendous achievement, not just the actual game action, but the reaction afterwards. It was all wonderful. As we've talked about the last couple of weeks, what an incredible turnaround uh, by our program and by Jolene and her and her staff. But you're right. It was a, a game we had to get one to get at least a share of the title. Lost that first night. And that's that's gets testy when you lose that first one. You, you know, doubt could creep in or anything like that. But no, the, the ladies uh, stayed strong and really came out uh, with with the purpose on on the following day. And, and like you said, a 3-0 sweep to clinch that uh, that uh, at least a minimum of a share of a berth and then to see that reaction from the players and the coaches just pure pure joy and knowing how hard they worked to kind of make uh, make such an improvement this this season so we're very very thrilled with that and now they get a chance to play the final regular season game here and uh, at 12:30 on Wednesday against a tough Rice team but if we do it we'll win that division outright and I know that would be a, another huge honor for our program and here's something else that we haven't actually gotten too specific on, but now with other results, uh, including Rice splitting with Wichita last week, it's you know it's it's a given. Everybody realizes that the West Division has the stronger teams by ranking, and SMU is 17 and one, and they've already wrapped up. There's no conference tournament, uh, the conference championship. They are going to the NCAA tournament, uh, and then Wichita State has four losses, but the Bulls and Rice are tied for the third best record overall. So if they win on Wednesday. They yes, they won their division, but they would be third overall in the conference. You know, a nice story already. It could be really to me an incredible one. Oh, that's right. That'd be great to finish in third, win this division outright, and and uh, continue to move uh, move up and set the scales for next season when when they, we we will we will have a tournament next year. So that'll be yeah. even uh, cooler to kind of go ahead and secure a two or three seed uh, with that kind of confidence, getting ready for next year. Now, let's tell people what the deal is, uh, win or lose, and we prefer win on Wednesday. The NIVC, and the way they do it is every, it's 40 teams in, in this field. It's the NIT of volleyball. Every conference is owed a spot to the next best team in the standings, but then there are other spots that can go as at-large is. It's also one of those where if you, you know, put in a bid, 
you have to put out a little bit to get into the tournament. So let's find out from the man who might know, would the Bulls say, bring us on if it's there for them? Yeah, well, Jolene and, and I have talked a lot about it and, and knowing that, especially with the way we were able to finish with the division title, that it we, we felt that was a great step forward. And, and if, uh, while the NIVC is not our ultimate goal, it's certainly a great step in the right direction and and if uh if we are uh, you know extended a bid we we would uh, accept that so we'll have to stay tuned and see how selection sunday goes for uh, the ncas and then ultimately for the nibc so stay tuned and uh, well-earned opportunity if it comes our way yeah really well-earned is the, is the perfect phrase and it's uh, great to be able to you know be around on a selection sunday and and keep an eye on that and like you just said the ncaa with let's not forget South Florida is the host of the Final Four this year, so we're going to get that taste maybe of double postseason volleyball going on, which would be tremendous. Uh, So the football team struggled a little bit at Texas San Antonio. By the way, a lot of people struggle against them. They haven't lost a conference game in now 17 in a row. Uh, So it sets up, I think, for a better storyline because the Bulls can do it at home. And, of course, we're talking about clinching bowl eligibility. Before we get to what's going to be going on with fan appreciation, which I think is fantastic, I think the message is clear. Michael, let's encourage people to come to the game on Saturday night. Without question. I mean, this is the most meaningful game we've played in November in quite some time. It's something that we were very proud of, and it's a huge opportunity for us to support these players, not only the 15 that we expect to honor on senior night, but for the way these guys have worked so hard to uh, make one of the best turnarounds uh, in all of college football this year. We, We know at minimum we've improve from one to five and hopefully the one to six or one to seven. And, and that would be just a tremendous turnaround. Uh, I think only Northwestern uh, is, is, is close to us in that type of turnaround. And obviously in a first year, you know, for Coach Golos, that would be a tremendous accomplishment. But first things first, we've got a, a Charlotte coming into town Saturday night, 730 Raymond James Stadium. There's not a lightning game. The Bucks are out of town on Sunday. Uh, enough time to go if you travel for Thanksgiving to come back and be back in time to go to that game. Tailgate should be a beautiful day. The weather forecast looks awesome. So let's uh, let's pack the pack this place and and really support this football team to get through uh, what should be a very exciting game. We've got post game fireworks afterward. We've obviously got we'll be able to do more of the lights when we're able to oh, score right. and, and obviously should should have a full crowd, full field markings because the Bucks don't play the next day as I mentioned. And uh, again, last I checked, I know we've already got 6,000 students that have signed up. So hopefully that gets up to the eight or 10 that we, we want to see. And uh, obviously we've got, uh, we really hope all of our season ticket holders and many, many more come out for a little Saturday night action at Ray J. And a decent chance that you can win something. Uh, I want to ask you about that for sure and let, make sure people realize that. But something you said that uh, did pique my ears, and I know that Bulls fans are curious about this, field markings. And we all know that when there's a game on a Saturday and the Bucks play, on a Sunday, there's only so much you can have. I'm, I'm sure I realize what the, the answer to this question is, but I want to hear it from you. Does the college rank have any say or any chance of influencing the NFL schedule? It just seems like you're at the mercy of uh, if the Bucks play the day after, the Bucks play the day after at home. Yeah, we're really at the at that mercy because our schedule comes out, you know, usually around Valentine's Day. And, and, that, and the good news is that we have a full blank slate to be able to get whatever games we need to get, which is we're grateful for. Uh, That gives our conference schedules a chance to to do that. And then the NFL already does adjust to us because of the dates we already take over. Uh, Now, granted they can play on Sunday and do whatever they need to do, but at least, uh, at least it secures us to have have our dates in place. And it even gives us the flexibility because we do have obligations. If 
the conference asks us to to play on a an occasional Thursday or Friday night. And it just so happened this year we we had a, a you know Friday night on the road last week in, in San Antonio. So it all depends. It's a good it's a good uh, we're, we're fortunate to, that the Tampa Sports Authority and the Bucks are able to give us that latitude when the schedule's actually being made. And then to your point, yeah, we're then at the mercy of whatever the NFL thinks is best for the Buccaneers schedule and their television partners. And forgive me for not looking past Saturday. You know, you just look one game at a time. But were the Bulls to win, and that's what we're all expecting and hoping for, uh, is Bulls selection also Sunday? No, Bulls selection time will actually be the week after that. Okay. That won't be till December the 3rd or what have you because uh, conference what happens is, yeah, the conference championship weekend next, next, next weekend. So we'll go through all that. So, uh, you know, we'll just have to take care of business first and do the best we can to win that ball game, and hope our fans give us every chance to provide every bit of support. But in return, as you mentioned, not only is it going to be a great night out, great way to kind of celebrate a really great season at Ray J. Uh, we do fan appreciation day better than any uh, college football program I'm aware of. And as you alluded to, there are so many different prizes and, and opportunities for you know season ticket holders and students and, and the like to to win prizes. We want to be able to, to reward our most loyal fans and customers that have been through us through thick and thin. And as, uh, as we released earlier today, there's, there's uh, over $80,000 worth of prizes that are going to be given out, including large screen TVs, PlayStations, earbuds, a stay in a beach house at uh, Indian Rocks Beach, oh, lightning nice. tickets, concert tickets. The Art, Ray J and, and Emily have some great concerts coming up, including Kenny Chesney and Drake and, Bad Bunny and the like. So all kinds of uh, great, great stuff. We appreciate our fans. They're loyal. We want them to come out to the game. And obviously, you have to be at the game to win these prizes. Uh, and uh, obviously, we'll we'll have a great way to reward you for, for some very lucky fans. Now, can you give me a little intel as to how it works? I mean, is it based at random? It's picked. Uh, if you've been, yeah, to, if you've at, been to more at, games, it's at, <laughs> it's, at, it's at random. Uh, it, uh, you do have to be dressed in uh, USF apparel and color, so that we know it's not a visiting fan winning in a, in a nice prize. And and, uh, and you have to be at the game. Got to be present to win. So uh, we've done this the last two or three years. Meredith Skirba and her team have done a great job doing that meredith you know formerly being with the bucks with the cavaliers and has seen a lot of success with some of her career to kind of create these very great loyalty rewards programs uh, just as she does as, as we do with our students uh, that's the other thing too our students are you know always have the chance to win the car or the prizes through the herd perks program they're getting uh, double and triple points for these games this week and stuff so it's a huge opportunity for them to show their bull pride as well and no, there's no cheating. You can't influence anybody by wearing, you know, a T-shirt. I know that Michael has a Bad Bunny T-shirt, but you're, you're ineligible anyway, so that's probably not the best example. Uh, and also, <laughs> I do see the uh, 15 seniors that are going to be honored, and that's always a fantastic thing as well. A lot of uh, names uh, that you guys are all familiar with, and I know that is a special moment. So don't just get there for the prizes. Get there. I have the rundown of the pregame for my radio duties. I always get receipt of that, and the senior ceremony begins at 7.06. So when we say get in your seats before the kickoff, which is 7.30, get in your seats about a half hour before for that part of things it should be fantastic now on to basketball which is where i am i'm headed to the virgin islands with the women who won a nail biter on sunday at the yingling center and i'll tell you i don't know if people were there you know that would have normally just gone to the guys game and uh, showed up early but the crowd was in full throat all day long and got to see two victories yep anytime you can have a doubleheader and go home a winner with both and get a portillo's uh 
uh, coupon for a free free burger. It's always a good good day at the Angling Center. But uh, yeah, our, our women, uh, particularly our, our freshman of the year, uh, Vicky, had, went ahead and had an outstanding first half, and we all did enough to to hold off a, a, good, a great effort from from North Florida, and then. Um, I thought the men played uh, played a really tough Northern Iowa team that uh, is predicted to challenge for the championship in the Missouri Valley Conference, and uh, you know took a took a little bit of a a punch in the first five minutes, but after that really went on a huge run and played with great defensive intensity and and, and came out with a, a strong strong victory uh, in the end. So great night for Tampa Bay's home for hoops, and uh, it was great to see everybody out there on Sunday. Yeah, we have been talking about how fun they are to watch, and you just mentioned the defensive intensity. You know, normally Amir Abdurrahim has been relatively stoic on the sidelines, but there was a play, and actually it was a held ball arrow pointing to Northern Iowa, but he didn't care. It was the the hustle, and that's where everything is built upon, and then they've got some sensational players. It was great to see Jose Placer, who can light it up, score 16 points in the second half, and you can go on and on about the, the guys that are putting out such good work on that team. They're back at home on Wednesday night. So Wednesday afternoon, 1230 at the Crowd, it's volleyball. And then Wednesday night at the Yingling Center, it's the men against Maine. We'll be in the Virgin Islands on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And let me just say, from being here in Miami, for the just getting to the airport part of our trip, it is so cool, and I think people need to know this. And, Michael, I know you kind of know what goes on behind the scenes, how you don't just have a great group of coaches and and student athletes but the managers that help organize the trips the directors of basketball operations lee butler who is a such a valuable member of your staff and all sorts of compliance is it's a it's a fun group and it it feels like a family trip i know it's going to be business eventually but it is it's really a cool operation yeah it's a work hard play hard situation there we we certainly want to put our basketball programs uh uh, with every resource we can process, provide and to, to, to have a great experience for our student athletes and ultimately to to win. And, uh, uh, you know, our women's basketball program has been successful and consistent for many, many years. And what a treat it is to be able to play in a tournament down in the Virgin Islands. And, and you're right, uh, Tara Arnold, our women's basketball operations person, all of our managers, uh, dietitians, yeah. <laughs> uh, trainers, uh, everybody just uh, – pitching in, getting along well, finding ways to uh, support the team and have, have a great time. And I, I anticipate a couple dozen of our uh, most loyal women's basketball fans are going to be down there with you, Derek. So it'll be it'll be fun when you have those back-to-back-to-back games uh, this weekend. And just remember from being out here about four or five years ago, we actually had a Thanksgiving dinner. And it's always different because, you know, I'm away from home with women's basketball, but you don't feel like you're away from a family, which is just another unique aspect of it. So we'll wrap up with that. I guess you get to have a Thanksgiving dinner at your actual home. Uh, do you do anything when it comes to the preparation, or is it just the eating part? <laughs> I just enjoy uh, my family. You're right. I don't. I don't do a whole lot of the cooking part. I will do as much of the cleaning part as they as they would like. And uh, <laughs> but uh, it, our daughters are are home for the week, oh, and uh, it'd be, be great to be with them. And and. Uh, get ready for uh, the activity. So we'll be at the basketball game Wednesday, and then we'll be ready for the uh, football game Saturday. But Thursday, we'll enjoy being together. And, and uh, we tr- our tradition is to typically go to the movies on, on Thanksgiving. But with that st- the strike we've had the last couple of uh, months, I don't know if there's anything out I want to – we're ready to go see. So we'll, we'll miss that potentially. But that's usually our uh, tradition on, on Thanksgiving Day is to uh, catch a movie after, uh, after eating in the early afternoon. Wrap it up here. It's a very important question. Is there one other main course or side dish that you just, you know, you're you're double or tripling up on? Ooh, well, 
I love green beans. I love, uh, you know, mashed potatoes are good. I, I go, we, we, we have ham and everything. I, I really actually enjoy the the honey-baked ham turkey, yes. uh, roasted turkey I, I like. So I like the pre-sliced roasted turkey for the trivia buffs at home. <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> Shout out to my sister-in-law, Jessica. She makes the best green bean casserole. I'll try and save you some. And we'll be, we'll be taking some photos and putting all my... Uh, X account at Derek Sharp, D-A-R-E-K-S-H-A-R-P from the Virgin Islands. So you can see not just what we're eating on Thanksgiving, but uh, all the basketball action. And uh, we'll be keeping an eye on you guys, of course, at Raymond James Stadium. And I hope that everybody listening that can be there decides to be there. Michael, thanks for your time. And if you want to just wrap it up with one more message to the fans who are not sure if what their plans are on Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, well, Derek, thank you for all that you do. And to all of uh, Bulls Nation, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Please know that uh, on speaking on behalf of our 500 student athletes, our 200 staff members, uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful day with uh, with your family and, and hope you'll uh, hope to see you at the Angling Center on Wednesday night and hope to see you at uh, at Ray J on Saturday night. We need you. We appreciate you and hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. So go Bulls.